listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. Please be sure to follow us on social media. We're active on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at The Nasty Table. for a disgruntled employee that quit under strange circumstances. One of our inmates here says he has some information. You're RJ Somme. Yes. He was really funny, talked a lot, and he was smart. Uh, told me he was connected to some powerful people, judges and stuff. Someone nicknamed Killy or, or Killer or... What do we have on RJ that relates to children? Chris Malaki, he actually has a file here. I'm tired, Sarge. Do you think that you can get her to sign this? I can try. That's crazy. You guys had a twelve-hour session. Yeah, we played for way too long, like a lot. We had a, a lot. we had that a thing crazy where it was like we played Yo, everyone's sessions. sleeping over at Chups, and it's gonna be a fucking extravaganza. <laughs> we're gonna have like three sessions in we one were, weekend. Dude, we were just so embroiled in our campaign at points. That's like, fun as fuck, that's man. That's crazy. Like I, I know, I know, college enabled it. Like college in the college house, totally enabled it. Couldn't do that today. I would love, I would love weekly fucking just twelve-hour sessions. I wouldn't give. A fuck. I, that would be amazing for me, dude. You gonna write for twelve hour sessions every week? I, I, I could never. No, no, I, I would quit my job. <laughs> no regrets. Dude, there's like some things where it's like, fuck, man, should I really have spent all that time playing WoW or doing this or something? But I'm like, yo, D and D, no. I, I have n I have never wasted a single second or a single dollar when it comes to any kind of TTRPG. Yeah, dude. The only thing that I did waste time on was learning how to play Starfinder because I know we're never going to play that. <laughs> Kill it. Mm. You're not going to find it. I think it's in the left corner. Extravaganza. Oh. I think it's an ambiance. Yes, you draft 50 board? sessions yeah. and at least 30 of them were 8 hour plus. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, yeah, that, like 100%. Honestly, I think the longest I ever played was when he did the one shot. And that was yeah. like 5 hours. 5 hours? So when do you oh, think the longest I ever played was? We would start playing like at dinner time and Bro. end at like three or four in the morning. <laughs> That's incredibly yeah. impressive. Right? Like eight hour sessions. That poor kid. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Bro, we would be like, yeah, all right, let's like everyone like, let's start earlier because we just play too late. Like bring your dinner. Dude. So fast forward, we're eating McDonald's at 8 a.m. after the session. It's terrible. You guys, ever, were you guys ever like burned out on it? Uh, Occasionally, I think like after the, I think the last Andy burned out. <laughs> well, yeah, Andy burned out, and and you know, but after that, dude, we rode for fucking like forty sessions straight, Holy just shit. like that. Yeah, it was a lot, and like, yeah, college allowed that. Yeah. So, well, luckily enough, um, this podcast is gonna go through the roof and we'll all be multi-millionaires and we can do this full-time so oh yeah what, what, 
what the fuck happened to people listening we didn't, for a week? We didn't even. Imagine. <laughs> we didn't. Uh, we haven't talked about it like in person. That peak that we had was fucking crazy, like crazy. We had more listens in the last, like when that peak happened. It was like a five day peak than ever, anything else before. We were getting like 300, 400 listens a day. Yeah, what the fuck. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Do you guys know what caused it? No. I my gut feeling is we were listed somewhere and we don't know. Yeah. That's what but I we've think. looked. Wow. But if you if you if you did listen, I did. Come come back. Oh, <laughs> it's true. Why'd you leave? Come back. <laughs> come yeah. back to yeah. us. Yeah. It's only up from here. I hopefully, swear. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, like we're talking like this, and maybe our weekly listens went back up, but. Dude, Zach, 40 dude, Zach Wilson's about a ball right now. He's about a ball so hard. He's getting murdered too. All right, <laughs> paying as much attention to Monday Night Football as yes, is appropriate. Yes, yes. Can we please have a recap of the last session? <laughs> Got pooping, but Peter Pena calls. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, one of the things to take away was that he uh, he kept talking about how RJ would never brag about what he did, but would brag about what others did. I don't know if that's a thing to get out of responsibility or he genuinely just isn't the uh the you, trigger man you want to mind hunter this fucker right now yeah criminal profile what's the base criminal profile for rj what are we working with what's his motivations what does he want what is he doing it seems like he's working for this uh entity he's working to meet it seems like his end goal he's very excited and he thinks it's gonna happen soon Pena said he's about the money. That kind of doesn't align with where we Sorry. have him, right? From from where the money could be like a front. Yeah. Right. From where my head's at, it doesn't seem like RJ is into what he's doing for the money. But yeah, that could be another thing where he's giving him the bragging about what his friends did, and he, I just do it for the money when it's he's trying to brag about. I don't know. I mean, okay. It's coming from a stupid person, but he said he seemed like a very, very intelligent guy. So you have yeah. to imagine too that he could have been bragging about some things. Yes, that maybe that we can confirm. Anything that we can't confirm, we have to assume that uh, RJ could have been lying, right? Like making could've his been. little story up. Definitely could have been. And also yeah. that call was probably tapped somehow. Oh, yeah. Probably so, was. I mean, not that... I, I was thinking about saying something during the call, but, like... Lieutenant didn't. It, yeah, I, don't, I think it would have been inconsequential what, whether or not we were... Ev everyone was made aware of it or not. We would have stayed, still asked the same questions. So. I think at the same point, we didn't, like... It's not like we gave anything away that wasn't... Correct. Yeah, like, we, we weren't... Yeah, we weren't giving him anything. Uh, we didn't say, like, Dan Winters. Like, we didn't say his name or anything like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, and I mean, I think if they're following us, they know that we went there, we looked at his case report, we know that he has somebody somewhere. I don't even know how many hours he's been working at this Over point. Over 72. At, yeah, at least 72. Dog. He's not even on the clock. Dog. Yeah, he's working for free. Dog. That's crazy. Dog. dog. This guy should be our president. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. It makes me kind of sus. Really, I don't know. Doesn't that saying. doesn't that? I think it's fucking unless weird. he's on the clock leaking stuff, which would be very bad. 
we, we could pin him for I mean, for we barely ever so. have eyes on him. He's done stuff the entire time. Like, we've sent him on yeah. tasks, so he hasn't had a lot of downtime. Yeah. Just saying it's, it's weird. That and it's not like he's, like, texting a guy. So, like, yeah, he, if we figure out it is him, exist. we can directly implicate in, him because he no did it on ever hours, fucking, right? And if it... No one can, ever, we can highly assume that it isn't him because he's been working, so... I have an out-of-character theory about who it is. You can. Let's go. Out of character. Out of character is out of character. We have one uh, disgruntled employee in this campaign so far. Who? Because the other one's Oh quit. my god! A man that you made look at a lot of child porn. He, he quit, didn't he? He did. He put in his letter of resignation. Yeah, Somebody who has something against us. But when, though? When did he quit? What, it was like day After he looked at the file. It was like, it was like day two. Yeah. So then, so then... Yeah, but that guy wouldn't know... What what was the question that was asked by the reporter that tipped us off? That like how the we fuck do you know that? High. So with Ray and Jerry on their way back to RJ's house and Roy still milling about the police department, Caleb also there milling around behind a computer, looking up this quote unquote web of information available on the NCIC database. I ask first our set of detectives going back to RJ's house, are you guys having any conversations on that drive before you get there? How are you feeling about this, Jerry? This case, man. I feel like we're close. I feel like we got a lot. Yeah, we got a lot. What else could there be? We just gotta put some shit together, man. You think this art has anything to do with it? Yeah. I got Something a seems like it sticks out too much. I got a feeling much. in the beginning. You know? These people... They're very symbolic. It feels... I mean, the guy said he's smart. He probably wants to play around with us. Yeah, but at the same time, this could be nothing. It's worth a try, though. Yeah, true. Well, it was like abstract, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was very... seems specific, but I mean, I don't know if there's a pattern if you put them together or what, but I don't know what we're working with. And you guys arrive. The outside, much as you left it, nothing seems to be tampered with or altered in any way. Crime tape still up on the front door. I delicately take the tape off. Yep. Walk in the door. Walk in the door. Gun the, out. Gun out. Yeah. Walk in the door. The inside looks much as you've left it. The paintings are still on the wall. Um... Alright, you wanna give me a hand getting these off the wall? Yeah. Try How many are there? Little Four in total. Four. Let's try and do little little damage as possible. And it's easy enough. It seems like they're just like the canvases themselves just on like a hook right on the wall. Easy enough to just pull them, take them right off. Cool. Um, I guess if we got them off the walls here, I want to put them on the floor and try to just take as full frame of a photo as I can of the, the each painting. You know what I mean? Like each one separate. Yeah, just so together. we have a copy. Like if if we wanted to play as puzzle pieces with the paintings, I want to try and take a picture that is almost full frame, so we can also okay. do it with the photos. That's easy enough to do. Um, can I get a visual description of what they look like? Like. 
colors? Um, it does it just look like someone took paint and slapped it on a canvas? Does so, it look, you know what, what I mean? they look like is if you're to take the like an actual analysis of the commonalities between all four of them. It's a lot of different colors. There are no curves. It's all straight and sometimes jagged shapes, but there's no curves. All straight lines, jagged geometric patterns. If you look at them long enough, sometimes they look like there's depth to it, where it's sometimes in three dimensions. A lot of different colors, like I said, but the one color that sticks out the most is a lot of yellows. Not one specific yellow, just a lot of shades of yellow. Yeah, but there's also different colors, reds, blues, greens, purples, but the main the color composition just, is... Like, the canvas is just white? You would imagine, but the whole paintings are colored. Hmm. There's not like a there's not like a color like a black that looks like it was painted over and then colors. No. Um not to get too mathy, is it like very like regular polygons, like very uniform or no, is it no, like irregular abstract? polygons. Jagged shapes. Okay. Very abstract geometric. If I were to describe the paintings in a, you know, simple phrase, I would say abstract, geometric, colorful paintings. Can I start putting them in different formations in like a square and see if any colors connect and maybe continue on to the other? Sure. Um, you just, have you have attempted that before, just to make that clear. Um, Never mind. If it's Actually, like irregular don't. shapes and whatnot, um, and the got just stuck on the fact that we got more word that he's a really smart guy is it like how how does it seem so complex to me that it's like holy like this guy really went hard on this like or is it just like kind of random just yeah, art? i mean the question is 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 ray classically trained in art when i'm just does it how like does it look very intricate and complex or is it kind of just like abstract art hmm. you know what i mean like do you have do you have any mathematics skill or That's an so art cool. skill? Because to Ray, I I'm not sure if he would be able to tell the difference. And that's, you know, no offense, but... Yeah. Just like abstract art or like methodically set out. You could spend some time to really look at it, but do you have a skill that you want to roll? I mean, no. I guess this looks complex to Ray. Yeah. Okay. So, an amount of time goes by where Jerry is trying to set the paintings up in different formations, and Ray, you're just, like, looking hard at them. And they do look well-made, like there was thought in it. It definitely took time. The gradients of the color, as well as just, like, the, the, the formings of the line and the ways that they intersect... And maybe there's a point where you catch, like, the angles match on certain portions of the painting, and it just, for some reason, it does strike you as, I, I'm not going to say well-made, but well-thought-out. Purposeful. Definitely. Not random. And that is almost solidified by what you find out, Jerry. There is a particular organization of the paintings. You put them in a particular order and a particular angle, and it meant nothing to you before when you've done this before, but now it does carry a little bit of meaning they seem to, and some you might have to squint to see it, or stand back, but an uppercase A 
is visible intersecting in the lines where they cross over each other. Mm. And it's not super apparent, but the only reason that is you're able to yellow? see it now, the A is in uh, different colors. So basically the different colors of these intersecting lines make a vague, but you notice it, uppercase A, which you wouldn't have been able to tell before, but now that you know that A carries some sort of meaning, you see it here. Okay. You should. see it? Now that you point it out, yeah. Hmm. I take a picture of it. And to be clear, this is one needs to be turned upside down, the other one at like a particular yeah, yeah. angle. Yeah. You think there's anything else we haven't caught? I mean, what if there's other formations that show other letters, symbols? Can I specifically look for the green symbol? Like, not the green thing, but like the little like swoosh. Yeah, it doesn't. Like I said, there's no curves in this. Oh, yeah. Anything with the D? No, doesn't seem to be. Do you spend some time looking for other formations? Yes. Yeah, I kind of want to help him now that he found one. Yeah. yeah. You spend some time. And it, after each one, we like get back and we're like looking yeah. at it. So if you flip all these paintings in the opposite directions as they are with the A, it forms an M. Okay. Get somewhere. Are we sure it's not a W? You are sure. So that A upside down is an M? So <laughs> it's hard to explain because all the four paintings are like in quadrants. If yeah. you flip all them, four yes. flipped. and it's multiple different intersecting lines. Like I said, it's very abstract. There's tons of lines on each of these paintings, but it is clear that there's an M that kind of makes itself more pronounced in like the front of the depth of the painting, if that makes sense. Um, so we, we flipped them all, rotated them all 180 degrees. 80 degrees, yeah. Can we try them in the 90s, you know, both 90s, opposites? 270s, nothing. Okay. Hmm. Is there paint on the edge of the canvas? Or is it only on the top? Like peeling over onto the edge? Yes. Yes. Can I stack the paintings? Yeah. Nah, nothing in that. And I try like everything, yep. you know. Every order, every rotation. Yeah. Okay. Good idea, but no. Um, also, both of you guys take a program point. Sick. Cool. AM. So, jumping back over to M. our other set of detectives. Roy, what are you doing at the station? I'll head downstairs. And, uh... I guess... Whatever Caleb is doing, I'll hop in on what he's Stand doing. Stand over his shoulder as he goes sure. through. Yeah. Caleb, you find it. You find something that bothers you. So you're going through this quote-unquote web of information available, uh, going through these crime families and these interviews and these people that are implicated and all this stuff, and and it's not like you can just click the link to go to it. So you're doing separate searches, and it's very involved. Um, there is an ongoing FBI investigation that seems to have pruned these records to a point that still has, like, interviews related to it, <coughs> but not the names of the people being interviewed. Some other stuff is just completely locked off due to an ongoing investigation. However, there is one piece of information that catches your eye. There is a profile that's on here for a John Doe that has operated in 65 
in the greater Cleveland area, has references to Pittsburgh, has references to some other organized crime circles that pique your interest because they're also the ones that Chris Malaki was affiliated with. And more than that, what piques your interest is that he has an alias that is Killy. You said Cleveland and where else? Well, I can just give you the file, buddy. Wait, let me make sure that's right. Yeah, that's wow. right. Roy, you you're over his shoulder when he sees this. You, uh, look through this, um, they got him on a, a murder uh, extortion. Uh, report presents findings related to an alleged mafia hitman, hereafter referred to as John Doe, whose identity and involvement have been vaguely referenced in three separate interrogations with distinct mafia criminals. Uh, actively update to compile and assess the available information and intelligence regarding John Doe and ascertain whether further inquiry is warranted. Uh, background on this John Doe. Uh, John Doe is surfaced uh, indirectly in the course of interrogations with three separate mafia criminals each providing limited details about the individual's potential involvement in criminal activities. These references emerged during interrogations that covered a range of organized crime topics, including assassinations, extortion, and illicit activities linked to several crime families. The reference to John Doe in the course of multiple interrogations suggests the possibility of an influential and enigmatic figure within organized crime circles. Further investigation is warranted to ascertain the identity, criminal history, and potential involvement in organized crime activities. All mention of informants currently protected under WITSEC, uh, administered by USMS on behalf of ongoing FBI investigations regarding other incriminated elements. Uh, so to put that in regular people speak, the informants that are mentioned are protected by witness protection, administered by the US Marshal Service, on behalf of an ongoing FBI investigation. Um, and then it, it uh, lists here the three informants and, uh, and how they were vaguely related to this uh, John Doe. Uh, confidential source, informant A, alluded to an unnamed Caucasian individual who had allegedly carried out multiple high-profile assassinations. Uh, the informant did not provide specific identity details, but mentioned Don, John Doe's reputation within the Chicago crime outfit and LaRocca crime family, referred to as John Doe as Killy, or K. Uh, separate confidential source, Informant B, mentioned John Doe in connection with uh, allegations of extortion-related violence. According to Informant B, John Doe has believed to have been enlisted by the Buffalino crime family for enforcing protection, money payments, and employing intimidation tactics. Uh, informant B gave an approximate age of somewhere in his 30s. And then finally here, uh, Informant C made a very brief reference to John Doe, referring to them as Midnight Killy, hinting at possible involvement in a criminal enterprise known to be operating in a large capacity in the greater Cleveland area between 62 and 65. And the reason that he's listed as John Doe is because these informants didn't give a name. Yes. It's not because the FBI is hiding any information. No, it's because they either did not or refused to give a name. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. K 
can I go back into this database that I'm sitting at and can I look up the uh, the three aliases of Killy, K, and Midnight Killy? They all go to the same place. Nothing else? Nope. Think, uh... Midnight Killy. Think there's any way that Lieutenant would, uh... We can't get any FBI involvement, right, without them taking over? Next week, they... They want the reins of this themselves, you know, so... I'm sure trying to get their help would only move things further, more fast. What, um... 62 to 65, that's when... Was Nancy in relation to, uh... To these guys in 62 to 65? Radio in the corner of the room booms. I walk over. As I'm walking over, I say, 65, there was that bust in Minneapolis for uh, drugs, guns, child predation. Pick up the walkie. Sergeant McNeil. She won't sign it. Any reasoning? She says she made a mistake and doesn't want to sign to something that's not correct. What's the mistake? In the transcript, she says that Bobby would rape Ricky. Uh, She says that that's not entirely true and that she doesn't know. So she doesn't want that to be a fact. She's also not really all there right now. How so? Uh, She's hollow. Kind of not there. Caleb. Yeah. Are we allowed to offer her drugs to sign the form? Of course we wouldn't give them to her. Was that legal? In what what sense are you speaking? We say, if you sign this paper, we'll give you heroin. I mean, at this point, I don't... I don't, uh... We still got her on the... Selling her kid if she's going to sign to that part. Who, who cares if she knowingly uh, said that he was being raped in the trailer? We still got her on that. I mean, she's a scumbag, all the same. But do you know if it's legal? If we can do this? I mean, I might be able to roll for it. <laughs> do you want to roll for it? <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Uh, rolling law or bureaucracy? Law. Oh, that's a 60 on a 33? You don't know. You want to roll too, Roy? Sure. Fail. Pass. Natural. 66. Natural fail. Um, critical fail. Neither of you know whether or not you would imagine not, but... 
neither of you know for sure for for certain Son of a bitch. Is the lieutenant in his office? He is. I, I, I walk up He to speaks him. up. It's not. It's not legal. Okay. <laughs> did you, uh... Did you get eyes on this? No, what is it? The, uh... The associate, uh... Alias he mentioned. Okay. Associated found him through the, uh... Searches for, uh, Chris Malaki. It's one of the ghosts. It's a hundred of guys like this. Vague references. He might not even exist. Yeah. It doesn't help us now. Have Lang redact that statement and get her to sign it anyway. Because once that's moving, then we can start doing some more. I nod. Cross that part out. And see if she'll sign it then. You got it. Over and out. Can I pick up the phone? Sure. Uh, can I call Albert Duke? Sure. Phone rings. Duke. Hey, uh, Albert, um, it's, uh, Caleb, Caleb O'Connor over here at, uh, Linwood. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey, I, uh, just want to start off by thanking you. Uh, information you provided, uh, we appreciate it. Good, nice. Um, and, uh, as much as you were caught up in this whole uh, 65 crime ring, everything that happened, um, came across an alias. Want to know if it uh, jogs your memory? Go ahead. Um, anybody under a, uh, a Killy, a K, a uh, Midnight Killy? Nah, it doesn't ring a bell. Nothing on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never uh, never ran into uh, anything with a Chris Malaki? Yeah, no, I ran into Chris. Oh, did we discuss that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, was he, uh, involved in any, uh, mafia families? We had ideas about it, um, but, like I said, I, we didn't really look that far into any kind of crime family affiliations. Um, he was obviously working for someone bigger than him, but we never got a specific name on any family. Did you ever, uh, meet the kid? No. Yeah. And, uh, where did you, uh, last leave off with them? Just a reference in this big investigation of this trafficking. Hmm. Hmm. You never came down on any, uh, mafia families in this, did you? No. Nothing in specific. I mean, we had the... the bones to get there, but... I mean, that was all shut down. All right, just thought I'd run it by you. I appreciate it. Sure, give me a call if you need any more help, buddy. Yep. Click. There's uh, one other person that I can think of that's involved here. Maybe knows the alias. Who's that? I think Curtis would know anything. I feel like we've been pulling at strings with him at this point. But it could not hurt to ask him. You want to give him a call? You seem to have a better rapport with him than I did. I was always, uh, not always there. <laughs> we met in that diner. Walk over to the phone. Sure. 
give it a ring. Give Curtis Collins a ring. Put it yep. on speaker. Mister mm-hmm. Collins. Hey Curtis, this is Sergeant McNeil. How you doing? Good, good. Hi Roy. Fuck. I hate this. I hate it so I've been much. dying to do it again. I hate this voice so fucking much, man. I'm here with Detective O'Connor. And uh just got a quick question for if for you if you have the time. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> I hate this bastard. You know anybody by the alias of Killy or K or Midnight Killy? Uh, I can't say that I do. Doesn't ring a bell. Killer? Nothing? No, I never associated with people with nicknames. At least not to my knowledge. Okay. How about any of these associations? Chicago Crime Outfit. Buffalino crime family, La Roca crime family, Cleveland crime family. Sorry, Sarge, but that seems above my pay grade for the time. Okay, Curtis. All right, well, thanks for taking the call. Maybe we'll schedule something with you soon. Sure. Stay safe. All right, take care. Click. Wow, this is like a LFVCU Greatest Hits episode. <laughs> yeah, calling all the... Uh... <laughs> Call up Chuck while you're here. <sighs> I miss Chuck. So, Ray and Jerry, what are you guys doing? That's, um... <clears throat> well, we, we... So we complete... Yeah. Looking at the paintings. Uh, I want to take the paintings. Load them up. Um, Jerry, let's, uh... Let's go to Clay's house. I want to grab some more files. All right. Yeah. Make your way over to 1 Sierra Lane to Weiss Clay's house. Everything same as you left it. Make your way in. Catch your little water trap. Looks like it hasn't been triggered. Reset it. Make your way upstairs to the file room, the uh, the study. What files are you looking for specifically? M. M. Go through M. Nothing sticks out to you. I kind of just want to take but it. But there are a whole bunch. You want to yeah. take them? Yeah. Gotcha. And is there... We still left it as the desktops were when we first The same found as it. they were, yeah. So I just kind of want to peruse those documents for any, you know, uh, proper nouns, M. Gotcha. So you go through them in those ones that are on the desk. It doesn't seem like there are any proper nouns with M. Stop. Yo, no. Stop. Yo, stop. Imagine. Stop. <laughs> hey, bro. Zoinks. What are you doing with that shit? Zoinks. Tell the, uh, tell the listening audience what you just did. I'm looking at the, our board, and the only AM that I know of is, uh, is an April McNeil. If her last name is even McNeil. Uh, it's McNeil. We have an AM. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? Finn, <laughs> even if that's not it, that you're fucking clever as fuck, <laughs> dog. The only, the only uh, proper noun with an M is in the um, research paper titled Cycladic and Minoan 
female-centered artifacts, so Minoan would be it. Other than that, Minoan. nothing else. Okay, I want to take all Minoan. that, uh, you know, put put it in one big folder, file it up nice. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, reset the trap. Yep. You want to, uh, what do you think? You want to go back to the station and gather evidence? or I mean, we can even go to the library. How much time do we have until so-and-so gets here? At this point, we're looking at like 4.15. And what time is he coming at? Five. We can hit the library. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Zoom on over there. To the library. And we'll jump back over to our other set. What are you guys doing? Fuck, man. I want to read more of... Um, I mean, I think Roy would be reading more of this, this note. This, or the journal from Moist mm. Clay. Mm, the black book? Just, yeah, looking it through. Okay. Um, I guess at this point, staying on my computer, seeing um, if I can go through these three, uh, these three crime families. Yeah. So here's what I'm gonna say. Um, if you, if you have access to the database, which you do, and you look up these crime families, I'll give you their real crime families. I'll give you access to anything that you can find on Wikipedia on any of them. Laraca, Buffalino, uh, Chicago Outfit, and the Cleveland crime family. Okay, cool. Uh, what would it be to get records for other cities' uh, crimes? Is that public record, or would I have to contact them? So, it's either you have a good rapport with somebody there, or you make good rapport with someone there that can just say, hey, we're working on a case, can you send over files, blah, blah, blah. Or you put it in an official request. Got it. All right. Yeah, I guess I'll spend my time then look through those. I'm assuming it's going to take a little bit. Yep. Like I said, you can pull those up on Wikipedia if you so want. You guys are going to the library. What are you looking for? Um, I don't know if I've ever written down. From when we went last time, I kind of just want to parallel that search now uh, catered towards this newfound, you know, maybe type of M deity location whatever yep so you begin doing that jerry anything in specific that you're looking for um can i look for greek words m like greek or is that what you're doing oh uh, yeah i mean that Pretty sorry much the I, same I, I didn't thing. elaborate into that yeah everything i'm doing is for greek yeah i was greek. gonna say like greek dictionary or some bullshit yeah anything with greek uh, proper nouns M you know if it's yeah. uh, like historical accounts if it's you know thesaurus or a dictionary mm -hmm. yeah so I'm, uh, theology I'm helping them. okay yeah. theology gotcha so you take a study room you start looking through books takes you not a long, a long amount of time in order to find just as the same as it was for A it's basically the same for M you're dealing with Metropy, Morpheus, Minotaur, Minoa. Um, nothing that really seems like it fits in. There's nothing about fertility deities, such as uh, Demeter was, or anything related to uh, Opsikos. Is it, uh, after doing that search, is it just about, like, we can get back and make it on time? Because it really wasn't that much time. You seem like you're looking at maybe about, like, 435, 440. 
Alright. What's well, the noun that you said? You didn't look that up? Or just. What? What was the noun that you got from the file or whatever? That word. Wasn't there a word? I said there was Demeter. Abs. Abs. No, the M word. What was the M word that we got from the file? Manoa. Manoa. Oh, Manoa. Do we got anything on that? It's an ancient city yeah. in Greece, one of the Bronze Age cities. It doesn't okay. seem like it's right. too... Yeah, yeah, It's a little vague. Alright. Yeah, we can go back. Head back. You make it back to the station around, like, 4.45. Um, anything would have occurred within those 15 minutes back at the station? Yeah. Okay. You make your way in, presumably down to the VCU... And the four of you are together again 15 minutes before Bastion Becker is supposed to get there. How'd it go over there? You guys find anything significant uh, about those paintings? Yeah, we did. Um, <coughs> I, I, if, we, if we're in there, I yeah, have them all on the table. Yeah. I have all the paintings on the oh, table. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, so let's set it up. Let's set it in up. In the same pattern that I did with the A and then show them. Okay. He didn't sign any of these? No. Looking at it from first glance, do, do we see the A? Yeah, do we have to point it out? Like You have to point it out. Yeah. Yeah. We point it out. Like, I wish I had a visual representation yeah, to this. Yeah, no, I hope I, I'm giving it like a good enough explanation. I, I think yeah, I kind of Tons get what you're of saying, different yeah. lines, intersecting, like like sharp jagged patterns. Barely you see like different yeah. colors of form an A. If you weren't looking for it, you wouldn't find it, mm -hmm. but it's definitely there. Yeah. Okay, I see an A here. See it? Yeah. Alright, so there's an A, and then I fuck with it. Mm -hmm. Now, in the same type of thing, there's an M. Okay. See it? Um, it's a little weird that we, we, he rotated everyone exactly 180 degrees. I mean, yeah. with such a seemingly random abstract kind of piece, it seems like there's some type of organization to it. I mean, don't you think? He didn't, uh... Seems purposeful. He didn't number these or nothing, right? Uh, you guys pop no. open the backs, see if you wrote anything on the backs. Right. There are no backs, it's just the canvas. So oh, it's like not, the canvas no, is stretched and stapled to the frame. Mm -hmm. Got it. I think they were in a frame. Sarge. Slang. Copy. She signed it. Thanks, Lang. Has Laura seen her? There's silence on the other end for a couple seconds. Yeah. If she wants, if she wants to stay, if you want to stay, I'll uh, I'll stay here. Keep an eye out. There's another officer already here, but two of us is better. Come back whenever you want. Thanks. Copy. Over and out. Did we send another officer out there? When Aaron Lang asked to be relieved, another officer was sent out. Got it. When Aaron Lang asked to be relieved... Yeah, when he was... When we went to the hospital, he was there already. And then we relieved him. So then, that, so then that's when he came back to the station, and then I just sent him back last session. What, what, uh, what changed about him? Didn't you tell him to go home? 
he knew the kid was dead, right? When he asked to be, uh... Let go? What changed in the last hour? I don't know, he's been watching Laura this whole time. Was that... Part of the reasoning? Kid needs a break. Definitely. Footsteps on the staircase of the VCU as a officer steps down. Same guy as last time who told you that the phone was for you when you talked to the warden. Uh, there's a guy here to meet with one of you, I think it was Roy. Uh, Dr. Becker? What's your name? Me? Yeah. My name? Yeah, you. Warren Wright. You in the suit right there. Officer Warren Wright. Warren Wright. He's played by Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> okay. Oh, I hope Jake Gyllenhaal is in a snitch. We're gonna have to kill his ass. <laughs> God. Okay. LFBCU's got a good budget. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal's playing some <laughs> background character. <laughs> we got good ass CGI where it's everyone in these like different ages and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Irishman. <laughs> You want me to set up a interrogation room, or you want me to let him in? Just bring him on down here. Sure. He steps back. Anything that you guys say before this man walks down the steps? We, uh... We have full trust in this guy. Becker? Yeah. I don't see why not. I mean, do we trust Voice Clay? I mean, last we, uh, we have contacted this guy who's getting beat to a bloody pulp. Hmm. Well, we gotta find out what happened. And, um, I want to remind you guys we have a lie detector test in case we feel like we need it. Coming into view down the steps, a older man skinny receding hairline very thin hair on the top of his head um he's wearing glasses he's in a dress shirt and uh dress pants dress shoes he walks down hello sir uh please take a seat blood chair for him he uh, steps up and sits down caleb uh detective caleb connor dr becker he's very tall He's probably about like six three, six four. How does he seem right now? Yeah, a little nervous, a little on edge. Roll human intelligence. Fifty nine on seventy nine. Reactionary. Okay, I want to walk up to him, smile, and be like, Becker. Good to finally meet you. Puts Sar his hand out, shakes it. Sergeant McNeil. Pleasure. Uh, we spoke on the phone about Weiss. Uh, I, I'd like to know exactly what it's about. I drove quite a distance to get here. Um, he said he wasn't in trouble. Uh, I asked if he was hurt. Does his face look like he's... Like, I know it's been a, a, a while, but does it look like fucked up? 
in no. any way? Nope. No, he's got all his teeth. Looks <laughs> like it. Okay. Um, are you st- are you staying here, uh, like in town for the night or in the next few nights? Or well, it quite depends on how this conversation goes. I suppose if my business is needed here, I will stay here. Otherwise, I'll be going home. But again, like I said, I'd like to know exactly what this is about. If Weiss is hurt, if Weiss is dead, if he's in trouble, please tell me now. We have some unfortunate news about Weiss Clay. Um, So we recently uh, searched his house and found that he is is no longer with us. Uh, we found the corpse. His shoulders drop. His feet extend down. God. How? How did it happen? He was murdered. His eyes open wide. By who? We were hoping you could tell us. Or give us a hint. Weiss... Weiss didn't have... What was your relation to Weiss, exactly? Let's get into that first. He was my best friend. My best friend. How long have you known him? God. Since... 47? So he was a colleague first. Oh, yeah. Yes, we met on the uh, UN Security Council. We were sent to analyze artifacts after World War II in Rome. Artifacts that were seized by the Italian army. I met him there, yeah. Murdered. Murdered? Mm. Do you, off the top of your head, know of anything Dr. Clay was looking into that, well, to be frank, could have got him murdered? Stuff that seemed just a little too deep and crazy? I... Weiss had his proclivities and his topics of research that he was invested in, but no, not that he would get murdered over. Can I roll human sure. on if I feel like he's being genuine in his Same. emotions right now? Yeah, go ahead. Fucking Christ. 99. One. One? How do we just get a 99 and a one? <laughs> That's crazy. Whatever I say to him, you're going to be on the complete opposite page. Uh, <laughs> opposite page. Immediately. Yeah. So it seems, it seems like he knows what you're talking about, but maybe not to the depth 
that you fully understand. As if he knows that, yeah, Weiss might have been in some shit, but not like, you're gonna get murdered shit. Okay. So he seems pretty genuine. 100%, yeah. I'm like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> I think he's lying. Um, you're under arrest. You're Bobby. I know you're Bobby. <laughs> he's not dead. We, um... I kind of... <laughs> I, I look over. Can we... Can we show him this? Show it to him. I say out loud, show it to him. Okay. Well, we obviously investigated Weiss's residence, where we found his body. We found his journal that he wrote in, presumably the day of his, up to the day of his murder. So it's it's fresh. Um, it has a lot of pretty pertinent stuff in there. I mean, I'm going to give it to you. You can take a look at the whole thing, but the first thing might come across if you want to just talk about it before you dive in um, there's something about a coffin you mentioned Rome and Rome uh, yeah we've had our fair share of problems with coffins ourselves and other investigations that are going on so can you tell us a little bit about that oh well Rome Rome was complicated, but there was nothing about a coffin there. He starts thumbing through his journal. I mean, I'm pretty sure he mentions you in there. God, can I be... Can I try to count the pages and see if I see him have any reaction to a specific page in there? Yeah. Roll human intelligence. Yo, I want to do the same, and I want to see where his eyes are, like, high or low on the page. Sure. 99. Motherfucker. 81 on a 52. I'm getting a 1 next. 1 to 99. Uh, Neither of you are able to pick up on where his eyes are or what page he's on because of the tint of his glasses. What a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Take him off! I knew Weiss had issues, but not like this. He was so good for so long. What do you mean for so long? Did you know he was declining? Weiss had an obsession with something that we found in Rome. And I thought that it was just... And he hands you back the journal. I thought that it was just something that... That he would work through on his own. We were sent, like I said, UN Security Council to analyze artifacts after World War II. Artifacts that were seized by the Italians, and most of them were Egyptian. I'm talking from the North African battles and all that things. But, but, there was one thing that he found there that he became infatuated with. And it was artifacts related to a figure of worship called... Apsogos and Ikos. Okay, even after our studies had concluded in Rome, he wouldn't let it go. He would spend weeks at a time researching, and... I convinced him to give it a rest. And that was... 15, 16 years ago? 
And I know, two years ago, like it mentions in his journal, he fell back into that obsession. And he was so frantic, so angry at me. Because I didn't have answers. Or rather, I didn't have the answers that he wants. Or wanted. Could you discern what he did want from the questions he was asking you? It was philosophy. It was all philosophy. He... I mean, you read through this. He was pretty adamant that it was something Greek. I mean, you haven't brought up anything Greek. It was Greek. It was Greek in nature. I... I, I like I said, it was one of the artifacts or a collection of artifacts from Rome that we were studying. Uh... Opsigos and Ikos. It was Greek in nature, and there wasn't a lot on it. It was a god or a figure of worship dated back around the early Bronze Age, 2100 BC, in and around what is now Greece. And there hasn't been serious widespread study of this deity or any kind of professional art, uh, articles posted or scientific research papers, nothing, because it's insignificant. Everything I know about it personally is just from the studies that we had in Rome. But he was obsessed with it. He wouldn't let it go. Why'd he, uh... Why do you think he came to you? Uh, was it your knowledge, or he just needed a friend? I like to think that he just needed a friend. And I tried to be there for him. Even through the really hard times of his decline. I like to hope that I was there for him. But I guess maybe I wasn't. You know, he's making it seem like a really lot of shit happened in Rome. Uh, I'm not accusing you of anything. We. You know, you're, you've been nothing but help, but kind of seems like you don't think all that much happened in Rome. I mean, do you know of any time you guys got split up and he experienced something, anything? Weiss was particularly affected by the death of a researcher. There was a researcher, his name was Lilo Avalone. He killed himself. None of us expected it. It was a surprise to everybody, but Weiss and him were close. And Weiss was very bothered by this, and... While you were on this job. Yeah. I don't know many details of it, but I know that UN Security investigated it. Nothing was astray. Just, he took his own life. But it bothered Weiss a lot. Um, do you know anything about this guy? Where he was from? He was an Italian researcher. Okay. And he was a nice man, had a family. Um, Weiss was affected by this, um, did he, did y'all, y'all communicated with, with each other on the project? Did you create some type of bond with, with this man, or was it just the, the three, fact that you had similar roles? The three of us were the ones tasked specifically with researching artifacts related to this entity, this deity. So, you were in a, it was, it was just a trio of y'all. Among other researchers, but us specifically for these relics in particular. 
How long were you guys there for? Oh, less than two years. Damn, I mean... I'm... I'm a little surprised you weren't... more... you don't sound as taken aback. Oh, he was a great man. Don't get me wrong, but... Everybody faces problems, and... It bothered me, sure, but... Not as much as it bothered Weiss. Weiss... Weiss took that home with him. Why do you think that was? Do you think Weiss thought this man saw something or he experienced had his, something? He had his own thoughts on the deity and its effect and its influence and theology and all sorts of things. It was nonsense. Weiss? Yes. Did he ever mention having dreams? Not in Rome. When he came back, he did mention nightmares, but not hmm. of events. Very abstract and vague. He went into no detail on these nightmares? Only that it was flashing colors and bright lights and... What did you uncover about, um, you know, these artifacts, these deities, in your research? Well, we theorized that, firstly, the symbol that signifies this deity, Apsogos Anikos, is an eye with a plant stalk in the iris. Uh, frequently in these artifacts, the name itself, Apsogos Anikos, would be shortened to Apsogos, the first half of Apsogos, and the second half of any ghosts. From what we can study, and what we did study in Rome, from the paintings and pottery, it was a fertility god. God of the land, good harvests and whatnot. Always depicted as an essence, like a, like a feeling, never as a physical being. And we're also fairly certain that the worship of this deity was related to a wholeness, or a, a oneness, and there's some artwork that, that depicts that. Mm. And there were a lot of artifacts there in Rome related to this deity. It was urns and tools made of bones and stone. And the direct translation of the name, Apsagos and Ikos, relates to that idea of oneness. It's perfect singular. Uh, unity, a oneness. Other than that, it, it's just another ancient forgotten god that doesn't have a lot of research into it. The, uh, the symbols that came up in the uh, in the journal with this uh, eye with the grain. Yeah, that is the symbol that was used to depict Opsogos and Ecos. Hmm. Anything specific that uh, reasons so attached to something like grain? Fertility. Good harvest. Like I said, Weiss has his own ideas, had his own ideas about the deity, and when he came back from Rome, it was all he could think about for a long time, and I got him to shake it off and get a job and straighten himself out, and he fell back into it. He fell back into it, and this is where he ended up.
I put my hand on his shoulder. And like I pat him. And I'm like... He beat your face in. And you still care so much as to drive all the way over here the next day. I loved him like a brother. I would have done anything for him. Including taking a beating. It's nothing. I just... I wish he... I wish he told me more about what he was doing. I would have helped him. I would have tried to save him. You're a valuable friend. Um... You mentioned that he, uh... fell back into it. Uh... 16 years, sound like the right timeline that he writes out here? That he was good, clean, yeah. Yeah. off of it. We came back from Rome, he started to spiral, I got him off, and yeah, 16 years, and he just picked up right where he left off. In the same spiral, he would spend days at a time in his room studying notes and writing up theories and theses and papers and all sorts of things. And he would ask me, badger me, question after question, and uh, why? Why was he so obsessed with this thing? I don't know. But he was. And I wanted to help him as much as I could. Did he ever mention Blue Coda to you? No. This was the first time you're hearing it? Yeah. What do you, uh... What did he come to you with that first day he came back to you? Uh, January, two years ago. He told me, he said that he was starting his investigations or research again. And I told him not to. It's like a drug for him. But he said he was, and I couldn't convince him otherwise, so I said, just come to me if you need help. If you need guidance, if you need anything. I considered moving to Linwood to be closer to him, but I have my profession in Chicago, so. What do you want from you? Theology and philosophy, mostly discussions regarding that. He was trying to set a baseline for what this deity meant, what it represented, what its worship involved, all these sorts of things. He and I often clashed heads over philosophy and theology. So if nothing else, it was just another mind to have thoughts and ideas to bounce off of. He had unique thoughts on the human mind. Framing it around this deity, Apsogos and Ikos. He believed that humans innately had violent urges physical and sexual. I disagreed. He theorized that humans who worshipped this deity followed that line of thinking, that the base human psyche was built on a malevolent or sinister emotion. And that 
at our core, all humans crave violence, wanton violence. Weiss would say that we wear a mask and we trick ourselves into thinking that we're above animals and that if given the chance we would kill and torture each other and our neighbors just to revel in the satisfaction, the glory, these self-indulgent, self-gratifying urges. It's an offshoot of different families of theology and theories behind hedonism. That inflicting pain on others is our true base desire. I do not agree, and I did not agree. Did you, uh... Would you mention about it being, uh, ritualistic? The idea of the worship of this deity, that whatever proto-civilization, Bronze Age cavemen that worshipped it, it's ritualism. It's structured. So that was one of the main headbutts of Weiss and I. He believed in this base tendency, primal, instinctual worship. And there are no such organized religions in that manner. It is all very structured. There is a holy book behind it. There are testaments and rules. Rituals. Has anyone claimed his body? We have... We do have the body. We still have it. We can, uh... I don't believe we've really made it public that... He was... Murdered. When your investigation is over into his death, I would request if I may have custody of the body. When it's sorted out, certainly. Thank you. Um, like we said, it's not out yet, so uh, I imagine you won't, but let's not uh, go, go telling anyone any, anything about this. We'd Fine. like to keep this as confidential. Fine. Well, so, I'm sorry. So you're, st you're still working same place, professor? As best as I can, yeah. Um, last question I got, um, this, uh, Sapsagos, this, uh, I don't want to call it a, uh, religion, but this, uh, god, was it, uh, a woman? We had thoughts that it was a woman, yes. And although grammatically it's referred to in a... Greek level of grammar that refers to it as a male uh, all fertility deities of that time every single one were all female and also because the dialect is different 
especially when we were trying to translate some texts different from the Greek language as we know it now. So we did take some liberties in assigning it as a female fertility deity. Any uh, specifics on uh, that you found out about uh, people reaching out to this uh, deity? Not once. Not much on the followers specifically? Nothing. Like I said, this deity was not researched in any official capacity outside of the three of us involved. An unknown deity. Did you find any connections um, to a figure named Demeter at all in your research? No. No, this, this deity predates Demeter by quite some time. So would you say that Demeter <clears throat> uh, came from or spawned from this somehow? There are other deities that are more likely to have been pulled from from the worship of Demeter and the entire, you know, classic Greek pantheon that we know. Like I said, we only we don't even have names for the tribes that we know worshipped it. It's essentially analyzing cave paintings. Specific uh, artifacts that you said uh, kicked off this investigation. What was it that was found? Pottery, clay tablets, uh, different relics, um, a few small pieces of pressed metal. Nothing specific. You mentioned a coffin. We had never found anything like that. You didn't take any of these uh, relics back with you? None of you guys did? No. No. Why so uh, against that? Because we didn't. None of you none of you did? I don't believe so. Um Caleb. I look around at the rest of the room. I open my desk drawer. Mm-hmm. And I pull out the uh pressed metal symbol with the eye and the uh grain. Mm-hmm. I show it to him. That yes, that was that's from Rome. Weiss must have taken it. I had no idea he did. Well, from his journal, if I'm not mistaken, he took it, but not from Rome. Um, the people that that did this to, to Weiss, that murdered him, um, I mean, obviously, Weiss was on to something. Uh, in his study, they went into his files and took out everything and sifted through everything on the letter A. This deity that you're talking about. So whoever killed him is interested in this? I'm saying that there's merit to what you studied and what he thought. And whether you believe that or not... Merit that decides a murder? It's research. It's a history book. It's not a... It didn't... It has nothing to do with murder. Murder? It didn't decide any murder, but it's written in blood all over his room that there's some truth to it, whether you want to believe it or not. How could you deny it? Truth to what? Truth to his research? That's what I'm asking you. Do you believe in... The Catholic God. 
Yeah. Do you believe in the Islamic God? Do you believe in the... I understand. I can go down the line. Your point? This is even less enigmatic than that. It is so minuscule. Like I said, no one has researched this. This is a, a forgotten god piled upon a pile of forgotten gods. And my friend was sick. Weiss was sick. And he needed help. If he was murdered over this, I would like to know why. Look, the same thing. I'll say it. The same thing that killed Lilo killed Weiss. No, we don't have proof or hard evidence or whatever why Lilo killed himself. But everyone in this room knows that it's the same thing. And you were the last of the three that were researching Obstacles and Nikos. For starters, we want to look out for you. I'm quite fine. Because I haven't even given this serious thought in my own mind other than Weiss's reflection of it since I left Rome. I don't teach it in any of my classes. I don't reference it. It's just an obscure research ideology that we practiced in Rome, looked into, wrote up the report for the UN Council, and that was it. Weiss thought it was bigger than that. I don't. I see. <laughs> even with him dead, and even with Lilo dead, you still don't get it? And all of the research with Absico's gone. The red flags are staring you in the face, Doctor. You're a wise man. You should read the signs. Well, I get up. I get up. As you're standing up, yeah. he like follows you with his head as he talks. Then the signs are pointing towards getting away from whatever this is. I let up my cigarette. I'm afraid we're all in a little too deep for that. And I walk out. I'm afraid that you're going to struggle getting yourself out of this too, man. He slaps the top of his legs, stands up, I'll be staying at the motel on 63rd Street. If you need me, I'll be leaving tomorrow night. Gentlemen, thank you for your time. Did you taxi here? I did. Okay. 63rd Street's on the way to my house if you need a ride back. Roll Persuade. Twenty-seven. On 
Fail or pass? Pass. Pass? Sure. Alright. I mean, we're not... I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done my shift quite yet, but... We well, have... then I'll just go to 63rd Street. Okay. Sure. Can I roll for why I think that he, uh... When he first came down here, it was asked if he was staying around, and he said he didn't know if he had a reason to... If he's coming down... Yeah, roll human intelligence. Why he would already have gotten a hotel room? I want to use a program point on this. Sure. God damn! 92 and a 78 on a 52. You're not sure? Maybe he picked one out before he came here. He also did find out that his friend died and has agreed to the release of the body. So maybe that would keep him in town. You're not sure. He didn't know that he was dead, though. Before walking down here. We didn't tell him that he was dead until he walked down here. Yes. Correct. He's never been here. Didn't have a hotel. Doesn't mean he booked the hotel. He can just go. He taxied from the hotel. He said he taxied here. Unless he taxied from Did fucking Chicago. I mean, we don't know. Do you think he taxied from Chicago? I don't know. That's an expensive-ass taxi. He starts making his way up the stairs. Can I make this point to, uh... To Roy? Yeah. Didn't, didn't you say that? I... If you do, I say... Uh, can you... Hold it, and I'll... I'll I want to... have a question. He stops and turns around. You taxied from the hotel? I did. Motel. Holiday Inn. I, I, so you see that as an issue? He didn't know he was dead. I did. I did know that he was dead. Your voice on the phone, what he was involved with, his violence, it's clear to me. I booked the motel the second I got in here, because I knew he was dead. I know Weiss better than I know probably anyone else in this world. He was on a path, and it only led here. I'm sorry he's dead, and I will grieve him properly, but do your jobs. Figure this out. He was sick, but he did not deserve to die. Not him. And he turns around, goes back to walking up the steps. As he starts walking up, I'm like... I gotta run. I have dinner with April planned. Um, and I point and I say, I'm taking you home. Over his shoulder, he says, fine. You go up the stairs? Run upstairs, yeah, grab my shit, run upstairs. Okay. With an interview subject leaving with Roy McNeil in tow, that is where we're gonna pick up next session. Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU, a Nasty Table production.